Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, well, good day, everyone, and welcome to All Talk with uh, Jason, Mike. And can I just take a moment to say just how much uh, we appreciate the fact that people tune into this podcast. Uh, we've had the stats through. We've had the numbers mm. through, Mike. And yeah. boy, oh, boy, mate, I've been humbled and overwhelmed by, by those stats and by those numbers. 25 people, mate. That is next level and about 15 more than I was anticipating, so go us. Yeah, it's, um, they're pretty good numbers, mate. I'm yeah. surprised. They're going up pretty much doubling week by week. So 1, 2, 4, 8, yes. 16. Well, look, we always said from the very beginning, didn't we, yeah. um, that it was going to be a slow burn. Uh, and because yeah. you know we don't ha- we don't have anything behind us. We've we've got no massive marketing campaign going on. We're just doing this off off our own bat, as it were. That's right. And, and I think as long as you see those numbers doubling from one to two, from two to four, from yeah. four to eight, from eight yeah. to sixteen. I mean, we had a dip that halved. Yeah, it halved <laughs> the, the the week after the sixteen one. Yeah. Um, but then it sort of went back up again. Yeah. Not not by half again. No. But a little bit less than that. So I think yeah. we went from sixteen to eight. To thirteen, yeah, I which, don't know which exactly, is pretty good. Don't know exactly how it works, but it um, look it, it seemed to be impressive to me. Yeah, and our our producer who sent the numbers through, he said it was very impressive. Yeah, didn't he? And he, he wrote very in capital letters, which to me he was shouting it when he wrote it. Yeah, look, he also chucked the word unprecedented. Oh, uh, yeah, there, that's right. Uh, which you know I think maybe was a step too far. But yeah. look, I'm going to take if someone says my work or our work also, is unprecedented, yeah. then I'll take that. Mate. Also, um, libelous. Yeah, he had that in there as well, which was a bit of a worry for me. And. Um, Defamatory. Well, one of the great things um, about this uh, podcast is we get a crap load um, of feedback from our listeners, from our 16 listeners, which we greatly appreciated. But to be fair, that is grossly outweighed by the litigation that we're going through yeah. at the moment. Um, and it's actually costing us a great deal of money and legal fees in terms of going through that quagmire. Yeah. Because let's be honest, when you're in the middle of a, a podcast, mate, it's not always easy to remember exactly what you've said, or in the spur of the moment, perhaps to cross that line of acceptability. No, and a lot of the lawsuits that have come come through, I'm like, well, that's outrageous. Yeah, how dare they accuse us of, of that? But of course, they've got the audio. Yeah. Um, so it's very hard to defend yourself when they've got the audio. Yeah, that's right. And I've always been quite surprised by some of the things, most of the things that you've said. Yeah, so am I, mate. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've seen some of those lawsuits and gone, my God, I never said that. That's mm. just outrageous. Yeah. And then I go back and uh, I listen to the recording and fair chop to them, I, I said exactly that. Yeah. Sometimes worse than what they've alleged. Yeah, but I think it's worth it because at the end of the day, you know, we're offering advice, aren't we, mate? Well, that's right. You know, and if that's the cost, you know, if we have to go to jail for uh, giving good advice, then I'm willing to do it. A- absolutely, mate. And speaking of uh, feedback, we've had some great feedback from our last podcast. 
And interestingly enough, my foreskin feedback. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, you recall in the last uh, uh, podcast we did, a, a, a young lady, or I don't know that she was young. A, it was a, a time before last. Oh, it was a time yeah, before yeah. last, yes. Um, she was talking about how her partner had a massive foreskin, and she yeah. was finding it somewhat disconcerting, as you would. Yeah. I mean, uh, excessive foreskin is not an attractive thing for no. most people. No, um, and not for... Well, any foreskin's not attractive for me. But then I also don't like the tip of the penis yeah. or the shaft oh, well, look, uh, or I, the balls. Well, look, let's be I honest. Like there, there's nothing attractive at all about any of the male genitalia. No. I mean, um, I, you know, if I'm stuck in a room with mine, fine. But outside of that, I'm, I'm good. I hear what you're saying. Uh, but someone writes, um, nothing as good as an uncut wang, but I'm not so brutal that I'd turn someone away for wearing a turtleneck. Different story if it had knob cheese, though. Yeah. I think well, what she's talking about with the old knob cheese there is um, it's smegma, I think it's called. Yeah. Which is a sort of gelatinous, cottage cheesy-like substance that uh, begins to manifest in the foreskin of the male genitalia if said genitalia is not washed on a consistent basis. Yeah. I mean, both you and I are sans yes. for... Um, you, in and your case, a medical emergency. A medical in my emergency. case, from birth. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just don't know um, how long it takes for that to gather. No, I don't know. I can't remember. I remember seeing it and being shocked by the smell of it can as I, a young man. Can I? Can I ask you, Mike, where, where you saw it? Uh, on my own. Oh, tennis. it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Right. Yeah. So you actually have experienced smegma. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I can honestly say I've never had a smegma scenario in my life, nor have I witnessed it. I've heard a great deal about it in my time, yeah. which is quite surprising when you consider I was brought up in an all boys school, boarding school, and we would shower and do all those things together. So you would imagine that I would be relatively well versed in smegma. Well, you know. You know, an all-boys boarding school is a, is a sort of a breeding ground for sicko behaviour, isn't it? It is, yes. Was there any kind of like uh, smegma run across the top lip sort of styles going on while you were there? Not not that I'm aware of. Right. Like, as I say, I, I'm actually amazed and surprised that given my experience and uh, experiences in life, I've never actually never seen, wit- never never seen witnessed oh. an actual smegma scenario. Well, it's... Um, it's sort of a uh, a yellowy type situation, yeah. That uh, would collect where the foreskin. I'm I'm not sure that we want to go into great detail about this, do we? Um, you know, I've uh, I brought in a. Oh, you see your coffee there? Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. That so you're talking on top of it? The froth. Yeah, sort of like that, but yellower than that. Obviously. Okay. Yes. And it'll just collect at the bottom of your sleeping bag there. Yes. At the base of the old nob. Um, so pretty foul. Yeah, I can and imagine. So really hats off to the ladies for going anywhere near the things, to be fair. Hey, um, but I also believe it's quite a special day for you, Mike. Well, it's not really. Um, special day for my wife. Um, which which one would, would hope, coincidentally, is a special day for no, you? No, it is a special day for me. And it was, you know, I got her a prezi. Yeah, nice. You know? Yeah. Um, she, you didn't, know. she didn't. She didn't even go there, did she, in terms of saying... Don't bother about a present. Oh no no no! Oh yeah, no, I mean, no, there's no, no point. No. no birthdays you celebrate. I yeah, think it's I important think so. to celebrate a birthday for sure. Um, but you know she's been on at me. I don't know if you remember this, Jace, but she's been on at me for some months, wanting a certain something about the house. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. Well, 
Old Minogue's come through. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, great. So, you know, uh, you know, what kind of a man? Um, you know, this is a dream. I think I've really pulled something off here. You know, we've had an argument for months and months and months about this, and I've said, no, I don't want one in the house, to the point where the more you can't, you know, it's like sort of trying to go out with someone, isn't it? The more they don't want you, the more you want them. Yeah. Um, and in this case, the more my wife's wanted a robot vacuum. And uh, The more you railed against it. That's right. Yes. And so now what I've managed to do is I've managed to get a robot vacuum, um, but also I've managed to um, get it for her birthday. Yeah. So it counts as a birthday present. I, a man, have bought my wife, a woman, a vacuum cleaner for her birthday. And can you tell me what the year is, Jace? 2021. It's 2021 and I've done that. And yeah. I think I'm probably the only man in the world that's going to do that this year. Yeah, I'd and, say so. And still have a marriage. And have my wife be grateful to me for the vacuum. Can I say, what a genius move. I mean, you have covered all your bases there, haven't you? You've, you've done excessively well. <laughs> Um, because um, I made the mistake of buying my wife for her birthday about, uh, I think it was about seven years ago, mm. an iron oh. and an ironing board. Oh. And, uh, and, I, and I'll make the point too that she hadn't requested or shown any signs of wanting either of those two things. Yeah. And so it was a bad play. for. And in fact, we never do any ironing in our house for right. anything. Um, right. So it was a bad play all round. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and still to this day. But you also got her some lessons, didn't you? Well, I did. Yeah, yeah. I got her lessons, and um, you know, and it was a it was a very extensive instructional video that came along with the purchase as yeah. well. So there was everything she needed to to learn how to iron. Yeah. So, boy, oh boy, and I can tell you, it still comes up every every birthday that passes. Right. Every year since another then. iron, is yeah. it? Yeah. Well, no, it's just that the fact that I bought her an iron seven years ago and an ironing board. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I was quite pleased because what I've done there is, you know, the first thing is I don't have to be concerned about whether she's going to like the present or not. Yes, that's true. I know true. she's going to like it. Absolutely. Because she's been dying to get it. Um, so that that's a win. Also now, I know that the house is going to be clean, you know, uh, and I don't have to be the one to do it. So, you know. It's just win-win on all the It levels. is, yeah. No, I'm, I'm really, um, I'm quite pleased about it. And... Um, you know, amazingly, I even got her family to chip in for half of the cost. Oh, well, that's even better then. This is just absolute genius. Every every angle that you look at is just perfect. Yeah. So it's obviously quite a flash sort of... Oh, uh, mate, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Well, it's a robot vacuum. Yeah, a robot vacuum. And it, it vacuums. This one also mops. Right, okay. It's it does got a, a bit of a mop. A mop, now, a mop device on it as well. Yeah. Now, You're I nice. can tell you it'll be absolute shit. You know, there's no doubt about it. And that's going to be great. Look... I can't lose. I've said I don't want to get one because I think it's lazy and I think they'll be shit. Then we've got, we're getting it now and if it works, great, I've got a clean house. And if it doesn't, I get to say, I told you so, it's shit. Yes. So, you know, it's just... It's just genius. Yeah, something's got to go wrong because um, I don't often win. So. Well, my advice to you, Mike, is take it when you can get it, mate. But the most important thing is that she's happy. Yeah, and that, of course. And that I love her. Yes. Um, and, you know... I just can't wait to see her just holding that robot vacuum. Yeah, you know, can you take a straight on. It. Yeah, it'll be on. I'll put it on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. stuff, mate. Yeah, I'll put it on Mike and Jace's Instagram. Yeah, she'll be over over the moon. Brilliant. 
Hey, well done you. Um, let's crack into it. It's General Chat with Jason Mike. I've got an interesting one here, and it's something that uh, you and I have both experienced. Not what she's experienced, but we've we've seen our partners experience oh, this yeah. very thing. She writes, Hi, Jason Mike, long-time listener and big fan. I'm currently going through my first trimester of pregnancy and really struggling with morning sickness slash all-day sickness. What kind of foods can I eat that won't make me sick? And how can I do my day job when I feel like spewing all day? Mm. Anon, over the Insta. Top question. Yeah, top question. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's quite good, isn't it? The throwing up is a really good way of the body telling you, or not me, her, um, that she needs to stop getting on the piss. Yeah. It's quite good. Well, I, well, I noticed that she wrote here, I continue, um, where is it? Uh, and how can I do my day job when I feel like spewing all day? Mm. I mean, that's a state of that you and I go through every day. Yeah. Um, in terms of... You know, I wake up every morning feeling like I need to spew. Yeah. And then it, it, I go through the day filled with nausea. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's something that you just get used to, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I think you make a very fair point. It's your body telling you, in this case, you've got to lay off the booze a little bit. Yeah, that's You know right. what I mean? Um, because it does make you feel like shit the next day, particularly the older you get. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're pregnant. You shouldn't be drinking. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I tell you what, always is a good settler for me is smoking a durry. Yeah, you know, if I'm feeling a bit crook, um, I'll just roll up a uh, one of my roll your owns. Yes, or a um, you know a Winfield Red. I find the stronger the better. Um, and if you can just um, smoke a couple of those back to back, you should find that your nausea dissipates. Um, unless you're not a smoker, it'll probably get worse. Uh, but you'll get used to that eventually, and that that will help. Um, another thing that you can do is can I, can I just can I just respond to that very mm. quickly, Mike? I'm I'm in your um, I'm on your side there. Uh, for me, the way to start the day: smash a couple of Marlboro Reds yeah. and a couple of really treacly thick um, long <laughs> blacks. That you know that at least uh, get the energy levels up. Yeah. Uh, it won't cure the nausea. In fact, in many cases, of course, it'll exacerbate the nausea. Oh, yeah. But certainly, it'll get you up on your feet. No, that's right. Um, you know, it is. It is just one of the problems that you're going to have. I mean, look, you can't get yourself up duff and then start moaning about being up duff, can you? I mean, that's just you know, you've got yourself into this position. From getting, well, I mean, probably from getting yourself into a series of positions. Right. I'll let you hold on to that one. Um, the other thing, too, you know, when you've, um, you're getting that nausea mm. and, and you're feeling sick, a big, fatty, bacon, meaty, fried egg, right. um, hash brown, Chili sauce, yeah, pepper, sure, pesto, grilled tomatoes scenario. Mm. Chuck down after you've had your durries and you've smashed back a couple of long backs. That's going to do you the world of good. Getting those oils in there. Yeah, I thought you were going to say smoke a joint. Oh, look, I used to do that as well. Yeah, yeah, but medicinal marijuana when you are suffering from nausea, you know, cancer victims have it. Um, so, is, do you call them a cancer victim? Cancer patient. Um, 
they they use it for nausea, so I'm sure you can use it for a nausea from being pregnant. Nauseous, certainly, but I can honestly say I wasn't pregnant when I first tried marijuana. Right. What drove you to it? Uh, my wife was going through morning sickness and right. was just driving me absolutely yeah. crazy. She was up all night spewing her ring out. Yeah. I wasn't getting properly uh, a good night's sleep. Was she still getting everything done around the house, like the sweeping? And oh, the oh yeah. I mean, she yeah, was doing all that yeah, and yeah. stuff. But, um, you know, just the, and the constant sort of vomiting and retching and, yeah. you know, it just wore me down. It was depressing, man. And I got depressed and I just started getting into the gunja. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's the thing. I mean, this is, you know, I noticed you write in here and on over the Instagram and, you know, you're talking about your, pre, you know, your pregnancy and you're struggling with morning sickness and all day sickness and what can I eat? And have you considered what your partner's going through while all this yeah. is happening? Yeah. I mean, obviously you're still at work and so you should be. Um, but I'm assuming you've got a partner. It's it's tough on everyone. Oh, it? look. You know, and and I remember, you know, I was present at all my girls' births mm. um, and, and very present. And, um, you know, I don't I, I don't believe that men in that situation have, are ever properly acknowledged. No. You know, when your wife or your partner is giving birth, yes, it's a big deal, but it's a big deal for the guy as well. Sure. Um, you know, I was under a lot of stress. I was anxious. I was nauseous. Um, you know what I mean? But there was no one there going, you're doing great, Jace. No, I know, uh, but you were saying, off your face because you, well, you were smoking bongs in the corner. Well, yeah, so I was stressed nauseous. out, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, stressed yeah, out. Yeah, you know, yeah. you just got to... Yeah. The last thing you need to be is stressed out when your partner's going through birth. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I had a couple of spots, a couple of bongs, um, just to get me at that level where... I was a support. Unfortunately, actually, with my eldest, I had so many bongs, I fell asleep. Oh, yeah. Um, so I actually missed her birth. But what you learn is, because I, you were telling me all about that, so I, I um, you know, I had some bucky bongs, because I actually have the big bathtub that they can go in, so I used that to have some bucky bongs. Yeah. Um, and But I also took my Xbox in there. Yeah, yeah. Because I love getting stoned and playing video games. As people do. I yeah. never got into that, weirdly enough. But, yeah, I can understand why. Yeah, so I was just parked up in the corner because I just sort of found, you know, if I said anything or did anything, there was a risk it might be taken the wrong way. Yeah, sure. So I thought, look, best I stay out of this. And if at some point somebody needs me to carry a suitcase or do some heavy lifting or something like that, I can do that. But other than that, you know, I can say I was here. And I can also try and get to the you know the last stage of um, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing too is the last thing you want when your wife is in, in the middle of a labour, um, and this is what happened to, to me with my a second child and lesson learned here, you know, and, and the baby's coming down that birth canal. It's not a, you know, it's yeah. an intense experience, Mike. You know, and I'd been doing a couple of bucky bongs. Yeah. Uh, and got the munchies. Oh. Uh, and unfortunately at the time, uh, we had no food. So I just had to go out and do a bit of a shop, yeah. You know, do a bit of a supermarket shop, and while she while she was giving birth, right. Um, get back, make myself some toasties, um, and by the time I got back, you know, and made myself the toasties, uh, she the baby uh, she was born. What kind of um toast did you go with? Uh, ham and cheese. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
with a bit of with a bit of relish. Because if I'm real and, fre- and fresh uh, chili, yeah, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because if I'm real stoned, I can't be bothered sort of hanging around too much. So I'll just get some Waddy's tin spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. No, you no, know, there's nothing wrong with that. Grate a bit of cheese on there, yeah, and sure. uh, you know. Then are you talking like races. a mouse trap, or are you talking like a toasty? Uh toasty. Oh, toasty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I like doubling up on all the bread, you know. I like the bread. Yeah. Um, and it's a nice smell, although the smell of that toasted sandwich made my wife nauseous. Yeah, yeah. So she had to go into the next room because my room was – that room we were in was the only one that had the toasty Presum- pie machine. Presu- oh, presumably your toasty machine was in the kitchen, wasn't it? No, no, no. Oh, wasn't you no, no, it wasn't? No, no, I brought one from home. Oh, right, okay. But because it was already going, you know, I didn't want to – I was halfway through making yeah, it. Yeah. So I was like, well, why don't you go next door? I'll finish this off, eat it up, and then I'll come over. Yeah, yeah, no, she's like mean, good as gold. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fair call, actually. Um, have you considered having toasties while you're pregnant? You know, there's for me, there's nothing like settling the stomach with a good toasty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Something as simple as spaghetti and cheese, as yep, you just suggested. That's right. Ham and cheese. Yeah, ham and cheese is good. You know, there's something you've got to be careful of, isn't there? You know, and, and spaghetti's one, tomato's the other, obviously. Yeah. And the Look, I'm not a big fan. Out, hanging out, I, yeah. and you're burning your face I, off. I'm not a big fan of the tomato in the, um, in the toasty. And can I tell you what really gets my goat, Mike? Mm. What really upsets yeah. me is when people put avocado. Oh, no, and no, no, you no, no. It's like a lettuce or a spinach. Yeah, you just do not put avocado. You no. do not heat avocado. No. That's completely wrong. No, anything green doesn't get heated no. as far as I'm concerned. No, fair enough. You know? um, yeah, you just leave it well alone. I'm um, Just getting back to Anon's um, email here. How can I do my day job when I feel like spewing all day? I don't know. I don't know what your job is. Yeah. Would it depend on the job? Yeah, I guess it would. Um, I mean, some jobs you can do when you feel like spewing all day. Hey, you feel like spewing all day, so you're not spewing all day. Stop your moaning, mate. Well, I, I, I've got to be careful here, but I, I, I'm, I'm thinking a spoon of concrete. Oh, thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, spoon of cement. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. cement. Sometimes, you know, as as we've mentioned when we've been doing this podcast, you know, sometimes it's going to be tough advice. Yeah, and and sometimes that's the sort of advice, you know, that you need. Yeah, a, a spoon of cement and. Just harden up a little. Yeah, I mean, we haven't been through this. We haven't been through, um, you know, something where we're sick, feeling sick every single day for three months, um, all day, or you know, waking up in the night vomiting. It must be, you know, annoying. Um, but you know, it's 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 mother nature, man. It's mother nature at work. So you're just going to have to cop it. Charcoal, charcoal um, pills. Charcoal pills, they settle your stomach. Do they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I remember my wife sort of talking about it in between wretches. And uh, I don't know, I was tuned out now. I was pretty stoned in those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, you've just brought a memory back to me, Mike, um, about the charcoal, because we used to have a charcoal fire. Oh, yeah. And I remember... Used um, to push your face into the fire. Well, I remember... remember, um, you know, my wife talking about feeling really nauseous. And I remember just get, grabbing a brick of charcoal and saying, suck on that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I think um, it worked quite well for her, actually. Right. She said it was great. Yeah. She had, she, you know, she had the black all around her mouth and stuff. But, um, yeah, a bit of charcoal, charcoal pills. Char- well, you know, well, do you need the pill part of it? 
get into the fireplace, have a dig around. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's bound to be something in there. Yeah. Um, have a chew on that. Yeah, have a, have a chew on some um, some old wood and uh, just see what happens. Great stuff, but uh, thanks for the question, uh, Anon. Hey, and in all seriousness, all the best with the pregnancy. Hey, you're, and, and if, the it's birth. A, if it's a boy, Jason, Jason Mike. Mike. Yeah, yeah. Either or, not Jason Mike, because that would be a weird name. Jason Mike. Well, it's one of a kind. Jason Mike. It's one of a kind. Yeah, well, that's true. Right, let's crack into another one, mate. What have you got for me, Mike? He's been doing it all day, Rev. It's over. Run, 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 run. Kick. Sports Chat with Jason Mike. What do we got here? Um, g'day, guys. I've learned a lot of what I know and understand about cricket from listening to the ACC commentary. Started following, I think you mean I started following. I started following during uh, the Rugby World Cup and enjoyed the commentary so much I continued to follow through the cricket season. My question is, is there any easy way to explain test cricket to an American female? Annabelle over the Insta. What do you reckon? No. No, it's not. There's no easy way. No, um... You know, we, we, we've discussed cricket a lot on this on this podcast, being huge cricket fans that we are, mm. um, Mike. And, um, you know, and we've also talked about our partners and how they approach the whole cricket scenario um, with those annoying, continuous, yeah. perpetual questions about why does, how come, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff. And, I mean, fair enough in some respects. When, you, when you're on the couch for five days watching a test match, yeah. they've got to have an opportunity. Stoned. Of, you're stoned. They've got to have an opportunity of being able to talk to you somehow, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they're just trying to get back into the relationship, aren't they, it feels like to me. Like, you know, I'm trying to show an interest, um, trying to reconnect. Yes. Uh, but, God, pick a time, man. Yeah, I know. These five days are my five days. And so are the next five days, starting next Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but it is a difficult thing to explain. Well, that's I mean, why I've always wanted there to be five test series in New Zealand. Yeah. Because we only ever do the three test yeah, series. Yeah, we do. You know, sometimes, even, sometimes just the two test series. Yes. Um, that's why I'm keen on the five test series. Yeah. Because those 25 days are mine. You know what I say? Those 25 days, Mike, are mine, and I, I, will, I will not be disturbed. And I think that's fair enough. No. And that's, you know, and there's home and away as well, isn't it? So often you have that and then they might pop over to England and they'll have five test matches over there, another 25 days. So you're up all night. Yes. But I don't like, you know, generally if it's over there, it's, it's winter. So I'll just turn the TV on in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, crank that up. And with my wife working all day, you know, she struggles with that, getting her sleep. But I got her for her birthday, actually. I got her some... Um, some of those earplugs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah nice. You know, I, I I do the same. I've moved the TV and I move the TV into the bedroom as well when uh, there's Test cricket on over in England. Uh, I bought my wife some of those, um, you know, the eye shades. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, that's a lie. I didn't buy them. I just I stole a pair off the plane. Oh yeah, you know, because they give them to you. Yeah, uh, she was massively appreciative of that because very similar scenario. Um, God, it's amazing how similar our scenarios yeah. are yeah. in our relationships. My wife works all day, oh, uh, yeah. you know, while I'm working, uh, while I'm, sorry, watching the cricket. 
Um, so it's important, in, in all fairness to her, that she does get a bit of kip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's why you've got the van, eh? the panel van, so she sleeps out there. Well, just getting back to the eye. Um, well, no, it's a caravan, to be fair. It's not a, it's not a van, per se. Oh. It's a caravan. Oh, that's yeah. very generous of you. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's a bit more space, isn't really it? Really cold at night and really hot during the day, I find. I used yeah. to live in a caravan, believe it or not. <laughs> I, I do believe it, yeah. Um, with the eye mask thing... Um, we we were sort of having a look at getting any one of those, but they're quite pricey. Yeah. Um, well, that's what you I can mean. Find I, one on the airplane. Yeah, like I got one off, off the airplane. But they're sort of they're up around ten, fifteen bucks. So seriously. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, they're out of control. But um, I come on the ferry quite a lot. Yes. Well, I travel on the ferry. Yeah, thank you. And um, they give you the um, those blue masks because of the COVID. Yes. So what we do is we I've got a couple of those and we wrap two of those around her head, one over each eye. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you see, that's that's great number eight wire Kiwi know-how right there. Yeah. You don't have to have a proper, nah. you know, pair of um, of eyewear. You can just adapt. Yeah, exactly. So I've yeah. sort of been wearing those for, you know, I guess it's sort of six hours a day by the time I've done all the travel to and from. So they stink a bit. Yes. Um, but, you know, she's used to that. I mean, she's married to me. Yeah. Um, well, because you cut a hole in the mask, don't you, when you're having a durry? Rather than to actually take the whole, the whole mask off, you just cut. Well, it, it sort of feels like to me if you're going to take the mask off, it defeats the purpose. Well, that's right. So you just yeah, cut a hole in it. And I and I and I'm also aware that you're like a cheese and onion toasty on the way back oh, on the ferry. Now too. look, and you and you just eat that look, through the hole in the mask. Yeah, well, I did, and I got on the. You know, I don't. I don't have a brekkie. Yes. So I travel in like I did today. I don't have my coffee in the morning, and I don't have my cheese and onion toasty because I wait. I wait till I get on the ferry. Yeah, fair I cool. get on today. They've closed the cafe oh, on no. the ferry yeah, because of COVID, which they should have done months ago. But they've been do- leaving it open. Everyone's getting on the piss the whole time and you name it. Yeah. But they've decided to do it today, which I guess is a good thing. But I I am annoyed by it. Yeah, well, as you would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I wrote a letter. I wrote a letter. Yeah, I, well, oh, you should have seen what, me, you've man. already written a letter. Oh, well, I wrote a letter after I kicked up a stink. Yeah, yeah. So I started off by kicking up a stink. Yes. Uh, and then I followed that up with an email. You should have seen this stink I kicked up, man. Everybody was looking. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I was just throwing stuff off the counter. Mate, I've seen you after you won the Best Actor Awards when you came into the when you were doing the ACC. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're throwing cashews across, you know, smashing yeah. bowls. Oh, yeah. I've seen it, mate. Oh, Don't mate. you worry about that. I tell you what, um, if everything isn't going my way, yes, look out. Yeah, boy, oh boy. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Boy, oh boy. Um, I mean, nobody called me to tell me that I wouldn't have my cheese and toast, onion toasty, and yeah. coffee. It's not like you got on the ferry and they said, um, good morning, everyone. Thanks for travelling with blah, blah, blah. Just to let you know, there'll be no cheese and onion toasties on, on the service today. I walked all the way up to the counter. Yeah. And all it said was, no bueno. Yeah. Oh, I was like, mate, I was fuming. Because I see red. Yeah, yeah. And then when I come out of it, you know, there's just people lying all over the floor and I've got sore knuckles. Yeah, the red mist. The red mist, mate. But getting back to the question here, can you explain to an American female the intricacies and delicacies of, of test cricket? Frankly, no, you can't. Well, I mean, the only way I'd do it would say it's like baseball, but it's not shit. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you guys have nine innings, we only have two, but we drag ours out. Over five uh, days. Over five days. Yes. Um, and that's about as good as we can go with that. Um, you know... I guess if we did a really good job of explaining it, the best thing that's going to happen is that we've got an American female that likes cricket. 
And then potentially we're going to be at the cricket and sitting behind us is going to be an American female. Yeah. Who's going to regale us with everything she knows about the great game of test cricket. That's right. Yeah. So I think I think that's the best we can do and we're not going yeah. to do it. Just stick to the rugby. Yeah, yeah. Go. Rugby's much easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rugby's like uh, American football, um, only not shit. Yeah. And more manly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, more there's manly. no, there's yeah, no yeah. pads. No, nah, no. Nah, there's nah. no helmets. No, no, no. People nah. lose their testicles in, oh, yeah, in yeah, rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's right. a proper, it's a proper yeah. sport. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's right. Right. Well, kia ora, fellas. I hope this day has blessed you. This is another uh, bit of advice sort. I hope this day has blessed you with sunshine and ample exposures to melanoma. Oh. Jeez. I write to you on behalf of my friend Jack. Jack is a late 20s, staunchly observant, devout Catholic currently residing in the US. Unlike some, Jack uses his beads for the purposes intended. Hmm. Jack is set to return home shortly, and it has occurred to him that he will be in quarantine over Easter, otherwise known as the returneth of the good Lord. Praise be to Jesus. To support Jack in being away from his church support group during this time, what advice can you provide to him on performing the communion service from the boundaries of the four walls of his hotel bedroom? What would your advice in replacement of priest touching? What would be your advice in replacement of priest touching? Please don't say my name. Thanks, champs. Keep up the excellent work. It's amazing to me, Mike, how many anons there are. Yeah. Um, please don't say my name. Don't mention it's me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, 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 I would like people to take ownership of what they're sending in and to be proud of what they're sending in. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather they that we keep it anonymous and people keep sending it in. We're not going to knock you out, Joanie. You can be assured of that because if, we stay, if you can't trust us, um, you know, then... These these emails are going to stop coming in. So, yeah, I mean, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's um, and they are all tough, Jace. So here you go. You've got someone who's a Christian that's going to be coming through um, quarantine over Easter. Is going to be unable to attend church. And Easter is a big day. Oh, it's one of the biggies. It's it's, it's a big day. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of the biggies as a um, as a Catholic. I was raised Catholic, Jace. Mm-hmm. You? No, Anglican. Oh, now what's the difference there? Uh, you guys, uh, the priest can have a root. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The priest can marry. Oh, yeah, and have a root. And have a root. Yeah, because yeah. it'd be stink if you could just. I marry don't know if the priest have can have a root without marrying. Mm. I, I suspect uh, not. Probably not. I, I'd, I'd have to draw a line somewhere that the priest can only root if he's married. Oh. Whereas you're Catholic. Boy, they're staunch. They're hardcore. Well, you know, they put the rules in place. They don't follow them as closely as they might, really. Yeah, fair point. Uh, but I think I prefer the – to me it makes sense that a priest should be able to have sex. Don't you think? Oh, look, I have no issue with priests having sex. Is, yeah, I mean, not with me. Not with not with me personally. Yeah. But I have no issue if they want to have sex. Do they sex. have the female priests? Anglicans? Yeah. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. 
What about what about? Have you stopped did, following it? Did, did you, yes, since it, when I left school. Yeah. Um, but with the Catholic, the Catholics. No, have, no, no, no. Still no, no female no, no, priests. No, 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 okay. No, 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 Can no, I ask no, you, Mike, no, as a practicing Catholic, um, as a non-practicing, as a non-practicing Catholic, <laughs> did you ever do confession? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did. Did you have confession at your school? We did. Yeah. And I did it once. Um, we had to get our first communion, which happens, I think, when you're about ten. I think we were. Um, and as part of that, you had to go and do your confession, your first confession. Yes. And I remember it. I still remember doing it and going in there, and I I had nothing. Uh, my, how I, uh, uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Yes. Uh, this is my first confession. Generally, you'd, if you went to another confession after that, you'd say it's been seven days since my last confession or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's great gossip for a priest. Oh, I can imagine. Like hearing all the shit that's going on oh, in the village. I can only begin to oh, imagine what it's like. And, you know, and let's be honest, the reason why they do it is just so that they've got something over you. Exactly. Back in the day, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty transparent. Was it, was there, can I ask, was it, you know, in the booth? I was, I was in the booth. Yeah. Um, pull, aside, pull aside the curtain. Yeah. Um, oh, so you see the priest's face. No, no, no. So to enter the booth, yes. um, you've each got a curtain that you would enter through. And oh, okay. You're, you're separated by a divider. It's like one of those Photoshop things. Uh, you know, yeah. You, you, you know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And separated by a divider, so you don't see each other, but there's, um, I can't remember what that wall looked like exactly. Meshy? Nice, though. Was it meshy? A bit meshy. Yeah. Yeah, a bit meshy and, uh, you know, some red leather in there. Yeah, nice. To sit on. Um you know, quite nice. I mean, they invest a bit of money into it. And then, yeah, so uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. This is my first confession. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what are your sins? I can't remember his exact wording. And I just had, I had, I, I couldn't think of any. And he goes, um, uh, you're lying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I've been lying. Um you disrespect your mother? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I disrespect my mother. And he had to list them off for me, and I go, yeah, yeah. Or, nah, nah. Yeah, nah, I nah. haven't done that. No, no. No, no. Well, fuck, you got a filthy mind, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, perv. <laughs> you fucking yeah, sicker. You've been jerking off to priests? Yeah, what? what? Fuck. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Nah. Right, so so he basically, you went in there, you were completely innocent in the 10 years of your life before you'd done nothing wrong. Well, I couldn't think of anything. And then, and yeah. then of course, he, he's got the list there. Well, yeah, he's got sort of, yeah, I think I was probably nervous. They yeah. talk about it a lot. You know, back in those days, you believe in all that God stuff. Yes. You know, I remember going around, we'd do the fingers to each other, you know, flip the bird. We'd do it pointing down so it was to the devil and not up. Pointing to God, you were that wow. Yeah, that's int- yeah, wow, yeah I've never yeah. heard of that before. Oh, yeah, no, I don't, I, I've never devil. seen it before. Since. Jeez, that's fascinating. I've never seen it before or since. But um, yeah, it was, uh, and you know, surrounded. Everybody was Catholic. My ma- my grandmother, you know, everybody used to do it back then. Yes, but it's it's certainly uh, it's faded out. And as soon as my my grandmother gave it up, um, we all gave it up at that point. Yeah, fair enough. It. But it was it was just I think. You know, better schools, actually. If you went to the Catholic schools, they tended to be better. Yes. You know? Yeah. Less students there. Um, so that's what we went with. But, um, yeah, I mean, what was your experience? Do they do a confession? At- no, they don't. They don't do a, a confession for Anglicans. Right. I would have loved confession. Mm. Um, I, I, I think I would have really thrown. I mean, it would have been like, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. How long have you got? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I would have had the complete opposite scenario of you. I, I I wouldn't know where my list ended, started yeah, and ended. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would yeah. be so long. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would have liked to have continued to do it. 
I mean, I think as a 10-year-old, yes, it's one thing. But then that was the only time I went. I never went again. I never got confirmed, which I think happens when you're about 13. Yeah, I got, I got um, what's the, what year is it, confirmed? It's when you as an adult yes. decide that you are willing to continue down the path of Christ. Yes, yes, I did. that did happen was, to me. But, uh, but uh, you know, I'll confess right now to you, Mike, the only reason I did that was because then I could drink the communion wine. Oh, you know, and you could have a bit of a, a bit of a sip of port. Yeah, the blood of Christ. Yeah, the um, blood of know, Christ. Uh, the blood of Christ. And I've said before in previous podcasts, I'm sure I went through a priestly period. Oh, did you go through a period you used to bang heaps of priests? No, there was just a period where I wanted to be a priest. Oh. I even went so far as to wear a crucifix. Ah, oh. you know, so and was, an earring. Yeah, and a ponytail. <laughs> And I can Hot. tell you, I cut quite a sight at university. Oh, you would have. And you used to wear the um, the Catholic tussock. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. You know, all the way down to the ground. Now, that's yeah. a look and a half. Do you, were you into the self-flagellating? Oh, With, yeah. yourself? Oh, yeah. you're hell yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, and uh, Caddo Nine Tails. Yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. just really lay into myself. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it was great stuff. And they, I was known as the priest oh, at, yeah. at the university. Yeah. There he is, you know, because I, I was hard to miss. Yeah. In my black flowing robes. Sure, and your you ponytail. And my ponytail. And I had a couple of, I had an Indian sort of feather earring too, oh, which I yeah. don't know why. You know, you go through these phases. Yeah. Um, Doc Martin boots. Oh, yeah, cool. You know what I mean? Cool. I wanted to, I wanted to feel like the kids could relate. Yeah, because you used to skateboard around the joint yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I used to skateboard around the university in my cassock and my boots and my ponytail, and it was it was fun times. And it, what the cowboy hat? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was more sort of because my ponytail was getting a bit of out of, out of control and it was more uh, yeah, trying keep to keep it my down. hair. It was really nesting up yeah, there, yeah. so I needed to keep it under control. Sure. But, yeah, no, definitely. And you used to take confessions as well, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Down at the local oh, bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. In the bar there. And, yeah. um, you know, it's amazing what people will confess after three or four beersies. Did, when you were a younger man, did you take the communion? Because I used to take the communion. Yeah. And so what you, there's a period during a Mass where you walk up there and... Um, the body of Christ uh, given unto you. Well, yeah, ours was the body of Christ. And we go, Amen. And yes. they, you know, they put, put it, it in into your, your hand. Yes. Uh, if you're an old lady, they put it in your palm. So imagine this. So you have to sit there. I'm sure it was the same at your church. And you watch as the priest goes through the procedure of blessing the the communion bread, the body of Christ, yes, uh, and the wine, and th- so this process apparently takes it from being just a piece of bread and some wine into being the body and the blood of Christ. Yes. Now that might seem so far fetched, but this has been going on for thousands of years. So I, you know, I believe it. Yeah. It tasted like bread and it tasted like wine, but apparently it was the body and the blood. So anyway, they go through this process. You jump out of your queue. You line up. He says uh, he holds the communion up in the air. He says yes. the body of Christ, right. and that for, for given us, unto you. You got the given unto you. Yes. Well, I think we had that. And then you pull it in your palm. You take a step to the left, put the bread into your mouth, sign of the cross, and then walk away back to your chair. Yeah. Um, and always just to stick to the roof of your mouth. Yep. That's. It was very cardboardy, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. But it had a little cross on it. Yes, it did. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it was like, it's like a little, it's like a stale wafer. It's exactly like those um, those crackers that you get. Um, yeah, the, the white and, yeah, anyway. Well, you know, if, you, if you've if got a cask of wine. 
Yeah, I know. You know, and you push in the button. They're pushing that little button, yeah. and there's a little circle. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It isn't is like it? that. It's like a. Um, but interestingly, I noted that while you were describing that to me, you were standing. We we had to kneel to receive communion. Oh, we did knelt, you? and then you put your palms out. Body of Christ given unto you. The blood of Christ given unto you. And yeah, then right. You know, and they'd wipe the goblet. Yeah. And then they'd lift it to you. We used to have this thing called voluntary holy communion on Wednesdays, Wednesday mornings at our school. And the great thing about voluntary holy communion was that you got to pass the you got to pass the goblet around. You know what I mean? It was, instead of the priest actually doing that, tipping the of the blood of Christ given unto you, you would be handed the you would be handed the yeah. goblet of, of God's blood and you'd take a big swig and wipe it and pass it on to the right. next person. That's the only reason I did voluntary you holy get communion. Through it. They get through it pretty quickly. Oh, they have did. to top it up a few yeah, times. Well, they, you know, every time it went past me, they'd have to refill. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I always try to be at the front of the queue, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So that by the time I, got, I, I mean, I don't want everyone else's dregs. No, no, no. Backwash. Yeah. No, n- no show. No, not at all. No, it's um, yeah, it's a funny thing that Holy Communion, isn't it? So that's meant to um, that's meant to keep you, well, I guess up to date on your um, subscription, isn't it, to um, to Jesus? Yes. And so this is exactly what we're talking about here with Jack. Jack's going to come back through quarantine. He's not going to be able to receive communion. No. Now Easter being, of course, when uh, Jesus is crucified on the Friday, and on the uh, Sunday he doth rise rise again. Yes. Um, rolls away the stone. He's been put in a tomb. Rolls away the tombstone. Do you see where it comes from? Tombstone. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's a biggie, man. It's a big party for the Catholics and the uh, the Jesus believers, isn't it? Yeah. Well, look, I, I reckon um, you get a goon bag. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And you just have your own little, you know, and you fashion your. Maybe get them sending you up some crackers. Yeah. You fashion your own little communion. Does he rise on the Sunday or the Monday? It's, it's a Sunday. Sunday. It is a Sunday. Yeah. I always thought it was three days later, but it never made sense. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, maybe it's the Monday. Oh, it could be Monday. I feel like it's Sunday because Sunday is a public is a big day. Monday yeah. is less of a big day. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like you celebrate the get the rising from the dead. That's a biggie. Yeah. Because he's dead, but he's not. Yes, That's the trick. he rises again. Yeah, it was amazing. Yes. Um, well, look, maybe you could do a little bit of a Jesus thing yourself, Jack. Maybe if you get absolutely hammered, put yourself in a 24-hour bender and everyone thinks you're all gone, man, and then you get, you get up on Sunday, you're all good, you know? Yeah. That's a bit Jesus-y. You riseth again. Yeah. You, um, you smash a couple of durries, you have your long blacks. Yeah. You get a bit of room service. Yeah. And you get rise again. In. Are they able to? Um, I'd be surprised if it wasn't a human right that they had to um, administer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd I'm kick sure. up a stink, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got we've got that um, Karen woman in there at the moment who's refusing. I don't know if you know if you've heard about this. She's refusing to exit quarantine. She's um, up to day twenty three or something, and she's saying that at day twenty eight they have to let her out, regardless. So she doesn't want to take any tests or anything. Right. Interesting. No, I haven't heard about that. Yeah. I tried not to read about it because I knew I'd just get angry. Yeah, fair enough. You know. Fair enough. Um, and he's got his beads, of course. Oh, he's got his beads, yeah. And, yeah. and so, you know, you can say your rosaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing about it is, you know, I'm a big believer um, that there is no Jesus. Yeah. 
So have you considered that, Jack? You know? Well, he might have to if he can't, you know, if he... As the priest at my school explained, if the coal falls from the fire in terms of, you know, not attending church, not being part of services and stuff like that, then that coal tends to go cold and go out. Ah. So maybe, Jack, that, that might happen to Jack. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're clearly a lapsed Catholic. Yeah. I'm clearly a non-committed Anglican. Yes. Um, so, you know, it happens. Yeah, well, my, my sort of feeling about it is that, um, you know, if God is everywhere as we've been told, then I don't think you need to go to the church at all. He is in all things. Yeah, he is in all things. So I think, um, you know, I think you can uh, be good to yourself. Um and you know, in terms of what would you advise in replacement of a of a priest touching you, um, you can touch yourself. Um, or I saw there's some security guards that do the rounds. Yeah, yeah, there? yeah. So you know, you might get a security guard coming and um, bend you over the altar, lay a hand on your head. Yeah, jeez. I'm seeing more of these li- um, these lawsuits coming in for some reason. I don't know why. Hey, um, but we hope that helps, Jack. And, and certainly, look, we're not unsympathetic to your scenario. No, and also let me be very clear that I, I think that religion is a, a wonderful thing for a lot of people. Yes. Um, and I think if it helps you be a good person, then by all means, fill your boots. Boy, you've, you, you're retracing your steps, aren't you? Uh, but, I mean, come on. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But thanks um, thanks for the question, Jack, and all the best, mate. All the best. But that brings us to the end of uh, this podcast. And it does. it's been an interesting one, Mike. Uh, we both discussed the fact that we had terrible night's sleep last night. Yeah, and so man. it's been a very low-key kind of podcast. But, been, I, yeah. but I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, and, of course, as always, keep that correspondence coming in. Keep that. Uh, keep those questions coming in because without you, you guys out there, we're absolutely nothing. That's right. Uh, rate us, subscribe, and do all that stuff that you need to do to make us feel better about ourselves. Kia ora. Kia ora. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.